Welcome to Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Flynn Tracy. With me as always is Matt Leach. How are you, sir? Good. It's the second day. It's the second day of the Brisbane Design Conference. Yeah. How are you feeling? Yesterday was like one of the craziest days of all. It was full on. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of focused time focusing on what people were saying in order to build questions and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. I feel tired today. Yeah, I feel good to be to be here with our guests. We could back doing what we really like to do. Yes. Which is sit down with no giant audience in the background <laughs> and just have a chat. You love the audience. A little bit. I like it when it's finished. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So on Here this we episode, we are in sunny Brisbane at the design conference and we've had the chance to catch up and meet Lauren Carney. Yay. Thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> so you're a freelance illustrator, but you describe yourself as a poly pocket sized artist. Mm-hmm. Can I start there? Like, yeah. Where is that? Because you're, you're doing bigger and bigger murals. So <laughs> Thank you so much. Just trying to do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess like um, I kind of coined that phrase back when I was starting out because I was just like, you know, tiny girl in a big world, just trying to find my way, I guess, creatively and make a bit of a name for myself. So that's where that started. Do you, do you still feel like that? <laughs> um, it's really weird because I do a lot of work from home. Like I, like, so for me, like my world is like in my home studio, just yep. kind of working online, doing my thing, doing me. But when I kind of go out and about and like do certain conferences and like people will talk to me and actually be like, hey, like yeah. I know you from the internet. And I'll be like, oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it just feels like a lot different i guess yeah. when you go out and interact with people because you kind of realize like, it's a weird thing yeah. i mean we're definitely not on your level but like just oh. pe- pe- people will come up to us and say oh yeah and they'll, they'll be talking to us because they've listened to us yeah and and it's they've built a relationship with our voices yeah maybe you probably, it's not not me no yeah. <laughs> but they, they obviously build a relationship with your art and your, yeah. your social presence and yeah and then you're kind of coming new to that relationship Exactly. Yeah. I find it really kind of, um, I guess humbling in a way. Cause it's like, mm. you know, when you have people approach you and be like, dude, I love your stuff. I love your work. Like all of it. It just makes me feel really happy. That's when I'm kind of like, wow, like this is really awesome. So mm. it's just kind of become more interactive, I guess, than just you about me. <laughs> you seem to interact a lot with them, um, mm. like on Instagram and everything that yeah. we kind of we've we've seen as well. Like you, you kind of have a two way, like because a lot of people yeah. use Instagram as like a billboard. Yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like, oh hey, here's my stuff. Yeah, and then they'll go and do something else. But yeah. you like have conversations with people. You're yeah. like, hey, I haven't been here for a while. Here's what I'm doing right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of like you know, you share a lot mm-hmm. about yourself. Yeah, I try to like. Um, I think the most important thing is if you have an audience, is to be accessible and have a conversation with people and build up a relationship with people online because you know I couldn't do what I do for a living freelance full-time without the support of other people so it's so important for me to be like thank you so much and just have a bit of a a chat about things Hmm. because yeah people are super important (laughs) how how do you build that into your day though because I mean that's you know, the yeah. presence takes time. Oh, it takes a lot of time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I got home from um, holidays on Monday and I spent like six hours doing admin and replying to like comments that I'd kind of neglected while I was on, on holidays. Like, because I try to have like, 
you know, a response for every person kind of thing. Wow. Um, instead of just like bulk response thing and be like, oh, hey, thanks guys. Like yeah. emoticon spam. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I try to like actually put in extra time with people because they've put in that time with me. So yeah, it is, it does take a couple of hours perhaps. Or maybe like if I, if I'm diligent about it, it'll take like one hour every morning. So I'll just get up and have a cup of tea and sit on my rooftop and just reply to people yeah. that way. And then there'll be emails and that's when I put the business pants on. So right. admin takes up a lot of time each day, but it's worth it, I think, in the long run. Well, yeah. I, someone said yesterday that yeah, design is 90, 90% admin, 10% inspiration. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 100% like agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I kind of, I have to try to do it every day because if it just builds up and builds yeah. up and builds up, I just sit there and wallow in self-pity and I'm like, I don't want to deal with that mountain <laughs> of words that I have to take care of. Have you, have you found yeah. any efficiencies? Like, do you do voice to text or anything like that? No, or? that would be amazing though. I just wish I could put a microchip into my brain and like think type it out, but you know. Won't be long. Apple's not at that level yet. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we were talking about some of that kind of futuristic stuff um, the other night. Like yeah. may, it, it, maybe it won't be too far where yeah. you can say, okay, reply to all those people unique based on my previous oh my likes or something like that. That actually like mm. gave me goosebumps thinking about it. I was like, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> like a Lauren bot just yeah. kind of replying yeah. to everyone. Yeah. That would be so good. It's like report cards. Like, you know, the yeah. report cards, you always yeah. thought that you got a unique kind of thing. Yeah, uh, like yeah. um, Lauren, she, you know, if she applied herself a little bit more, then she could be great. And then you you look at your friend's report cards, you're like, yeah. oh, they've just copied and pasted. Oh. <laughs> cheeky bastards. Jerks. Maybe just something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. One day. <laughs> One day. One day. Yeah. So who's who is your audience? Um, it's funny. I think it's a bit of a like I guess I've taken a bit of a, a weird walk through life where like, you know, you kind of go through that journey where like you're trying to find yourself who you are. Mm. And also I feel like my creativity has reflected that as well too. So, mm. you know, I started off doing like a lot of vintage indie kind of markets. So we had a lot of um you know, alternative rockabilly um, kind of pinup style boys and girls that were really like had kind of been there from the start. But then I've kind of veered off and done a lot of pop culture um, markets and things like that and kind of design talks. So it's kind of like a collection of like, um, you know, cute geek girls and geek boys and like vintage rockabilly kids um, and also like design kids as well. So, mm. yeah, it's like a collection of different people but mm. i think at their core they just appreciate art like and i think a lot of them are kind of creative whether they do that for a job or they're just like creative inside i mm. guess mm. yeah that's like the the key factor <laughs> i think with your work your work seems so affordable as well thank you right? yeah. with, with your etsy store and everything yeah. it's like it's it's completely within price ranges yeah. where um so is that that's a conscious thing obviously to try and keep yeah, actually, it's funny, like, I was trying to explain this to somebody the other day, and I said that there are different tiers um, within my business where I try to make a part of myself um, easily, like, available to different people of different kind of socioeconomic um, mm. backgrounds, I guess. So, like, I want, like, my prints and stuff to be affordable to anybody, pretty much. So, like, high school kids can afford it if mm. they want, whereas, like, the next bracket up from that is customised work, yeah. which unfortunately not everybody can afford because it is like 
quite pricey if I'm yeah. if I'm blunt about it. Like so, like that is something for a different kind of demographic. Totally. And then I've yeah. got like you know my business and corporate stuff, which is the next you know a bracket above that. And yeah, like if you're a business owner, like and you want personalized work on a wall or something like that, it's you know not everyone can afford that yeah, like yeah, do you know great. what i mean so absolutely. like yeah, yeah like because yeah. like you know if it's me designing my stuff and it's like i'm not making changes for anyone and it's yeah. just me putting mm. myself out there i'm like hey this should be for everyone like if if you want it you can afford it because it's like you know a 30 dollar print or whatever yeah. but it's like if you want me to like design whatever and yeah. Like it's not 100% me, but it's for someone else. That's when it's you like, pay. yeah, I'm like, sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also it takes yeah. you away from that. So yeah. there's an opportunity cost there, which yeah. is my new favorite word. Opportunity cost. Opportunity cost. Yeah. Explain, right? explain yeah. the opportunity cost. Yeah, my, accountant like, told, my accountant told me about this. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, and I'm probably going to get it wrong. So please don't correct me. But, uh, no, please do correct me. But, um, but just the idea that you're busy mm. doing X, which yeah. means you can't do Y and Z, yeah. which means that, X has to kind of cover either financially yeah. or fill that kind of usually financially. It has to cover everything. Yeah. So say yeah. you're only doing kind of two, da- getting paid for two days of work, but actually takes you five days, yeah. then you can't do anything else. You couldn't yeah. work at McDonald's. You couldn't drive Uber. You couldn't yeah. go to the beach. Then yeah. you're losing three days opportunity cost. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Like so yeah. That. So that's why yeah. they need to pay because you're not yeah. doing the thing that you purely love and yeah. you're not doing that thing that's available for everyone. Therefore, the, the price goes up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the way I put a price it line well in too. opportunity yeah. costs in your next invoice, just, <laughs> just a bit of extra, just a bit of extra. Like, you know, just in case, extra ten percent. Well, that's why I like, you know, the way I saw it, I was like, when it came to pricing and stuff like that, I was like, you know, I could make my own design print, and I know it'll make like x amount of dollars within the financial year. Like, if it's a good one, it'll make you know anywhere between like you know five hundred dollars and two thousand dollars for yeah. just one design. So that's why I was like, if somebody is going to come to me and be like, hey. Like I could make my own design that, and if it was like successful, it would make a base of that price throughout the year. So that's why I'm like, if you want my time, like it has to Mm. also be equivalent to like, you know, how much. What you could earn, yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. The words come out right for that. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, that's the way I kind of worked out. It's a great way to work it out. It makes a yeah. lot of sense as well. Like if you yeah. were having this conversation with a potential client as well, you could break it down just yeah, like that. Yeah. And I go, yeah. oh, I get it. Like, yeah. I get yeah. that. Yeah. So I was kind of, it took me a little bit to figure that out. But yeah, once I got there, it was a lot easier for me to justify my work. And Are you enjoying the murals? Because just oh my gosh, f- yes. following your work, it seems <laughs> yeah. like you're getting more and more mural yeah. work. Yeah, it's funny. Hey, like there's been a really huge demand for murals yeah. at the moment. Like especially I think Brisbane has just kind of gone, hey, we could take these ugly buildings and make them look really nice yeah. um, with the assistance of a talented artist around Brisbane or something like that. Um, Brisbane's always been pretty good at that. I yeah. remember they did the um, the electricity boxes first. Yeah. And that was, so you know, those ugly grey boxes that you see on the side oh, of the yeah. road. Yeah. Super so cool. they, yeah, so they got artists to do... Um, to make them into things basically and then all the other cities have sort of picked up on that and done similar things really I didn't know it started off in Brisbane I thought yeah I'm pretty sure it did although I may be corrected (laughs) or or the people in Melbourne are like hey man (laughs) Brisbane's like let us just have this one thing Melbourne this one thing (laughs) (laughs) it'll probably end up being someone that lived in Sydney who grew up in Melbourne and came to Brisbane (laughs) to do it you know oh how funny (laughs) so let's Um, talk about Brisbane how you know you you live and work here yeah how is it easy or is it 
I, do you find it harder than you think it might be in if you were in a yeah. bigger city or overseas or do you know what i think that's like for years when i was first starting out i was like oh i have to move to melbourne because yeah. that's like the place mm. for artists and then you know like my partner started studying so we kind of decided to not do that and then i guess like in my mind i was like if you can't find work around town you have to create your own thing and mm. make yourself like kind of available yeah like online so i guess like in my head i was like okay cool like i'll still you know try to collect jobs and do jobs here and there but during that downtime as well too i kind of created my own like i guess brand and identity by like going and doing markets and selling stuff online and sending my things out um i guess all over australia to do like exhibitions and stuff so i guess i was more like really proactive in putting myself out there and making sure my downtime i was always working on something that mm. i guess you know it wouldn't matter what city i was in i could still do work so yeah. i thought you know it's really bad for me to just base like depend on you know brisbane solely for like income i was like i should create my own mm. thing and kind of build myself up so that way i could like realistically I could just pack up and live anywhere yeah. in the world. That's yeah. like yeah. the goal that I wanted. Like, yeah. so I guess I had that mentality without realizing it fully. Mm. Um, you know, when I was transferable out, skills yeah. and yeah. yeah, but it's really cool. Cause Brisbane is kind of like really happening now. Mm. We've got all these like funky cafes and like, you know, there's this huge demand for art for like, I guess like different businesses and like, um, like shopping centers. Like I've done work with Westfield and pack fair because wow. they're like, yeah. Oh, Hey, like being creative is like socially relevant. Like come in and inspire like hey, all these the kids. Kid, like, turns out the kids like color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, fellow kids? Yeah. yeah. Paint some color on come the wall. And, come and spray paint some blank walls in our car park yeah. for us. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. all right. <laughs> but it is I'll great, that isn't workshop. it? Yeah. So, that, so that's been a big thing you've noticed over the last yeah, couple of years. It's been yeah. huge. Like I think it's really, really good. And it's giving like a lot of other creatives within um, our community the opportunity to do stuff mm. in their home town as well which is great mm. so yeah go brisbane Woo. <laughs> <laughs> it's we were we were having a conversation last night about um with with dean pool who's from new zealand and yeah. um just chatting with him and I, I wasn't dean but someone else was talking about how sometimes people come from new zealand and they graduate to australia and then yeah. they and then they go to australia and they're like right i made it in australia now i'm gonna go to new york or paris or, wow, or london okay. or something um, yeah. and just the idea and then they come home and they're like you know now I'll come home and I'm like the, the boss yeah. but we have that as well we have people from Australia and they're like great Mike Rigby for example he's, yeah. he's off in New York but wow. um, yeah. Matt Haynes from, from Brisbane is very much about like no Brisbane is great we're going to Let's keep people here. Yep. Let's build the community here and yeah. become yeah. doing great things. Yeah, yeah, become a place like that. Yeah. And I truly believe in that too. Yeah, and I think the more people that kind of, you know, kind of in- exemplify what Brisbane is yeah. and make you know make it great, then and you know keep people there was instead of all the good people leaving. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the movie where he said, um, "Build it and they will come." Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, so good. Is that yeah. Wayne's World? <laughs> No, I think that's taken from. See, this uh, is a huge thing. <laughs> the generational gap we've got he, he, going. He builds this mountain out of mashed potato. <laughs> right. Yeah, you have to see it. Okay. To help. Yeah. <laughs> I like no, the Wayne's World version, but but still, this idea, like you know, if you build something really great, then people yeah. will will 
be drawn to that yeah. sort of mm. thing. I definitely agree with that, mm. 100%. Well, even like with First Coat, what Grace did for yeah. Toowoomba. Yeah. Like, that's amazing. Man, yeah. hasn't that done great things for the town? Like, yeah, that's cool. moving now. That This is the final year, isn't it? Yeah, I only found out through the internet. The Should, have called it final. <laughs> Should have called it Final Coat. Oh, nice. Oh, hey-o. <laughs> yeah, mid-coat. Like it, <laughs> undercoat. Yeah. So what? So what happens now? It goes somewhere else. I mean, is that? I'm not really sure, like what the story is behind it. To be honest, we, but we I didn't realize it was the last. It was yeah, the last one. Mm. Okay. I only found out through someone's like, oh, like sad that this is the last year. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, what wow. is happening? We'll have to so, find out. Yeah. So it's one was just covered now. There's like, yeah, yeah. Go. <laughs> there's, there's no walls left. You have to go. You have to migrate. <laughs> well, I'm excited for the next chapter anyways, wherever it may yeah. be. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> now, talking about space, mm-hmm. you've often written about how important it is that you set up a workspace. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so I guess when I was like a few years ago even, like my workspace was really dingy and it had like bad lighting and I pretty much – like, cause I live in the city, it's in this small apartment. Um, it's in, like, I guess I had this tiny little nook in the corner of, of my place and it was just gross. I like, I didn't do anything with the walls that had that, like, you know, public toilet fluorescent light kind of thing <laughs> happening. <Flickering>. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, like, why are my eyes so puffy and sore? <laughs> um, but it was, I guess, in the past 12 months that I went, you know what? Like, I really need to vajazzle my workspace. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, you know, my partner made me this amazing, like, new desk. And we threw a lot of plants up and stuff. And I did a bit of a mood board. And I just think because I beautified my space, it just makes it look so inviting for mm-hmm. me to just sit down and go, oh. God, my plants look great. I'm going to sit down and do so much work. And it's kind of spiked my productivity because I'm working in an area which to me is visually appealing. Mm. And I don't know. It just makes me feel good to like kind of nestle in and be like, oh, Mm. I'm going to have my coffee. What are my plants? Like do some drawings, look out the window and see the sun and go... Yeah, today's pretty great, and it's only just nine a.m. Like, (laughs) so yeah. (laughs) How do do you find working by yourself? Because I know some people find it easy, some people find it really difficult. It's really weird. I think um, the idea of it to a lot of people seems really amazing, and it is. Like, I'm going to be really honest; it is freaking awesome. (laughs) Um, But there are a few things that I found um, that. I don't know, like sometimes you can get a bit lonely. Like I find that I will just maul my postman when he turns up. Like, and he's just <laughs> How's like, your day? Yeah. Like, <laughs> how are things? Like, you know, and he's just like, I've got like shit to do, bro. Like, you know what my like, job is, right? Yeah, you know yeah, I have to go yeah. do this. Right? As he's got like all his like, yeah. Uh, another cup of tea? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, picturing you like walking out and following him and helping yeah, him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all the guys from Coles up the road, we're all on like a first name basis. Yeah, we're all right. like Facebook friends now and stuff. Because like, I'm just going to be like, hey, how's things? Because you're so starved of that like human interaction, I yeah. guess. So, you know, like people that come across me would be like, oh, she's so chatty and friendly. I'm like, nope, it's just because I don't talk to anybody else in real life. I'm just at home all the time. But yeah. Um, you're not interesting. Yeah. I'm bored. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. So I find like that's something that I've kind of, you know, you just mm. have to make friends pretty much when you leave the house. But I also take my staff and I'll work out of a cafe in the city perhaps like once a week or twice a week just to yep. kind of change it up otherwise 
I get a bit like cabin fever I guess, <laughs> around around home. <laughs> yeah. We've had um, Mark Stott, I remember telling us that he had a track that was like a cafe yeah. track that he would play in the background just when he was working at home, just oh so gosh. he felt... Oh, like with uh, people yeah. talking yeah. in the background? Oh, stop it. Wow. I, <laughs> I thought it was like a cafe playlist and I was like, no, oh, that no. sounds cool, but like <laughs> yeah, actual just like white noise. <laughs> yeah. Cafe noises. It'd be great to do so something good. like that and replace it with one that was exactly the same, but like halfway through, someone like dropped plates and yeah. like yeah. swore at somebody. I reckon they kind of freak out. Because I remember when I, when I grew up, uh, we had records that were like thunderstorms. And like, and all rain falling on the Oh, the whale noises and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, I do that. I do that at WeWork. So I work in a co-share space. Oh, wow. Okay. my headphones, I never listen to music because I can't concentrate yeah. with music on. Yeah. Most of what I do is typing words. Yeah, you have to think. Have to yeah. think. <laughs> and, um, but if everyone's talking around me, I do softmurmur.com or whatever. Oh, right? Yeah. Wow. It's just ra- it rain. Yeah. Ah. But like, honestly, you put so it's it. it's just white noise. Yeah. 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 And you can change the tweak. You can tweak it as well. So it can be wind. <laughs> Like, all that's wind in here. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's because I'm. It's really <laughs> relaxing. I don't know if that sound effect comes through in the book. Um, but you'll leave it on for a while, like an hour or two, and you honestly just think it's raining. Yeah. It's a perfectly sunny day, midday. You take it off, and you're like, oh, wow. It's like kind of get slapped in the <laughs> yeah. face with sunshine, and everyone's talking. There's music on in the background. And you're like, oh, it's about oh to fall gosh. asleep. Yeah. Have you yeah. ever thought about listening to um? Because like I'll open YouTube and I'll listen to like Studio Ghibli piano collection oh, or like yeah. the Disney piano collection, and it's just like mm. they take all those songs and they just make it into this really soothing, like mm. calming piano. So oh, wow, I haven't I done that, like, but I might try, try that. that. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> on really Spotify they've got the uh, the concentration playlist, which is all that oh. sort of music. So oh my gosh, yeah, guys, um, this <laughs> has been the best chat ever. I'm learning so much. <laughs> With um, yeah. you've also talked about that, um, and the reason I brought up like working by yourself and that kind yeah. of stuff, because you've also talked about that you live in in a bit of a fantasy world as well. Yeah, <laughs> tell us more about that. Daydreaming all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest; like, I find a lot of things in the real world to be quite underwhelming. I guess, like, yeah. I find a lot of things kind of mundane, and I know that sounds not negative kind of maybe depending on the way you interpreted that sure, but yeah. yeah like i don't know i think that to me like your imagination is the most powerful tool and i guess like i do kind of create my own world based off you know the way i feel that things could be you know so it's kind of just pushing the boundaries and being like you know i guess creating and doing stuff and living in this little bubble which i know is kind of bad to some people but to me i think it's great i think my bubble is awesome because it means that i can just <laughs> do what i want imagine what i want and yeah. kind of create this dream factory within my version of reality and it i don't know it just helps me with my career and what i do and yeah yeah how i create i guess did that make sense Absolutely. did that come out in english i was like <laughs> my brain yeah. kind of glitched for a bit and went like, to your okay, fantasy was, world for yeah, a while i was just like oh wait no guys i'm not you here haven't anymore. said anything for 10 minutes you've just been your eyes glazed over and <laughs> sorry <laughs> to shake your took a little trip to the fourth dimension i'm back yeah. now <laughs> no it, it, it makes perfect sense yeah. it obviously comes comes through your work like yeah. being able to tap into that oh, or thank you or yeah. maybe you're tapping into our world just for this yeah. conversation yeah. you're gonna get back into your world so, i'll yeah. put my space suit back on and just put away <laughs> it's cool and people obviously attracted to that kind of train of thinking as well so um like obviously the audience and everything like that like 
maybe through Instagram or other ways yeah. of interacting with the, your work, they obviously kind of oh, stepping into that world just yeah. for a little bit. And now I've got to go to work at my oh bank. My God, or that's really like lovely. That, I guess or go to school and study. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think like it's a form of escapism, though. Really, sure, isn't it? Yeah. Like when you can jump down like you know a rabbit hole on the internet yeah. and just be like, "Wow, look at this! Look at this little world that someone else has created." That's why I don't know. To me, like I never really thought that you know like who I was, like existentially speaking. I guess like in my aesthetic was any like I didn't really have a clear concept of what I was about and like what my art was about and stuff. But I don't know, I guess like last year I kind of stood outside of myself and I was like, Oh man, you've got your, yourself sorted mm. kind of, you know, that's like, a great, then, that's a great feeling. Yeah. Mm. And so it kind of, you know, I guess like I was a little bit doubtful. I'm like, Oh, I don't really think I have like, I don't really know what I'm about. I don't know what my style is about, like what I like, what I don't like. I yeah. kind of just like everything I think. But then once I really thought about it, I was like, Oh no, like, you know, I'm about that plant life and the pastels and the pinks and the sunsets and, <laughs> you know, creating kind of fantasy world pictures to match the, the images in my head, I guess. So, yeah. that's the one thing that I wanted to convey with a lot of people was like taking the idea from my brain and bringing it into the real world and kind of being able to share that with people. So, yeah. So, about a year ago, <laughs> yeah. you started putting yourself into your pictures. Yes, I did. Because <laughs> I, I guess that's where I've been leading. Cause like, wait, and I know that was, a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, 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 was, um, that was a big move for you as well. Because yeah. you've talked about that. It took seven, eight years to kind of get to that point. A hundred percent. It's weird. I really wanted to do, I guess like I started, I tried my hand at that like years ago and like, it was kind of something that was always associated with fashion design where you'd take like, you know, this gorgeous goddess of a woman in some kind of designer gown or designer outfit and like, you know, some really cool illustrator would kind of just draw stuff around her and that's where I started to see that kind of thing online. But yep. it, it had like a certain, you know, aesthetic, like it was very fashion illustration, very watercolour, yep. very soft pencil. And um, I guess I loved it. I was just like, I want to do something like that. And I had this opportunity with like, you know, some, I think it was post-grad students were doing like a shoot for like, you know, a label. And I was like, oh, like, can I do some drawings? Like, can I help out? And they're like, yeah, man, let's get involved. Let's collab. And, you know, the outcome of that was really cool. Like, I really liked it. I liked the way it felt. I liked the, like the overall image. I thought it was really cool. And, you know, I wanted to pursue that and really kind of do something with that with, you know, perhaps brands because once again, fashion, mm. I was like, you know, this would be really great like for a couple of fashion houses if I could approach them and I asked like a particular brand, am I allowed to say the name or should we just like leave it out? It's up to you. No, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I approached Sports Girl and I sent them like an email and I was like, hey, um, you know, here's a pitch for some concept work. Like this is the stuff I've done. I'd love to work with you guys. Like I pretty much said like, I'd, I just want to work for free for you. Like can I be given this opportunity because it would be great for my portfolio mm. and you know they turned around and were like oh hey man like they look great but you know our campaigns for the next few months are already taken care of um thanks so much anyways i was like oh no drama so like the next time i was walking through tomorrow which was perhaps like a month or two later i walked through <laughs> and on you know the screen of sports girl that had this big vinyl in the window and it was a picture of a girl that had like all these illustrations and oh, no. stuff all over her. I was so wounded. I was so angry about it. And I was like, 
really? Like they they yeah. pretty much asked another illustrator to do something wow. like that. So that like really kind of that's brutal. Yeah, it winded me, man. Like mm. I just yeah. especially because like I just finished uni and stuff, and like I never really had something like that happen before mm. and i was like oh my god like, it's not the time you need a few knocks yeah. yeah so i kind of just like was like oh stuff it like i'm not gonna do that like you know whatever like my style clearly isn't suitable for you know the fashion industry anyways sure. so then you know i kind of left that for a little bit but i still really really felt passionate about it and i really wanted to do something like that and it took me like you know obviously seven years yeah. for me to find the courage again to do that and then i think what i did i was like you know what man like i really do want to experiment a little bit with you know drawings over you know photos so i started off with these little hands like it was just a shot of my hands and i think what i did i i colored the fingertips um, on both of my hands and I it looked like I'd rubbed them together and it was like a sticky tar matter between my fingers and it was all galaxy like so it looked like I'd just been poking holes in space mm. and I put that up online and I had like this huge response from people and it was just taken off my iPhone it wasn't really too crash hot and everyone was like dude wow like this is great and I was like oh thanks like it only took like five minutes but okay <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like getting that positive um mm. reinforcement from like you know everybody online i was like oh maybe maybe i'll try another photo and i started doing like more things just with my hands and stuff like i had like the next shot was me holding a paintbrush and it looked like i was painting the sky because like the paint on it was all like just a photo of like the sky and things mm. like that and then you know i started to get a little bit more ballsy about it and I, I started to incorporate myself within the images like I went from like feet to then like my back and then I had like full shots of me and then I was like oh I need to get better lighting and like anyways <laughs> moved from one apartment to another apartment where the lighting was a plus so yeah like <laughs> got a background and stuff and then like I started using my proper camera and I bought a tripod and all that and um yeah it just really took off so you're taking so, all the shots yourself yeah oh, yeah wow. it's um just kind of I don't even have one of those little clicky devices that photographers use oh, like right. the automated so use a timer or yeah, yeah so like <laughs> like actually though like, yeah. I'm just like oh this is so primitive I just need to like buy myself a proper one of those, oh, you know devices the remote controls and this would just be so much easier so even if you had a remote control you probably have to go yeah, yeah. For the audience, I just quickly threw it. It's like, it's like every, you, as soon as you buy one, every photo is going to have you with only one hand yeah, visible like in a bag or in a pocket or That's behind a your back. a really good point, actually. I never even thought about so that. So you're probably doing it. Well, that makes me feel efficient. so much better. We go. You're welcome. Are you, are you at the stage to have an assistant? Like you could have a, I an would intern. actually love an assistant, even if it was someone to just organize my life. Like, just a life coach, really. Like, just like, if I could wake up and be like, what am I doing today? Please tell me. Like, you know, so I wouldn't have to wake up and kind of, you know, if I could organize myself less and just spend more time drawing and creating mm. and just doing me, like, that mm. would be great. But well, that I comes think, back to opportunity cost again. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the cost for that intern is actually going to give you more time to make more money. A hundred percent. Yeah. I had like, I thought about getting somebody just to kind of help out and take care of things. But at the same time, I'm not quite at that stage yeah. to be 
you know, because like I thought as well too, having to teach somebody and be like, this is how you do things, this is how you quote jobs. And then I feel like I'd just be standing there being like over their shoulder annoying them. Like, <laughs> what did you say in that email? Did you, did you tell yeah. them this? Did you tell them that? Like, yeah. I'm not like a control freak, but I just kind of be worried that, you know. Yeah. Like, just want to control things. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. I'm just like, just let me take over. <laughs> just let me do your job for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so can we talk a little bit about um, just coming back to like, us being here in Brisbane and mm-hmm. the and the design conference because you got involved. You were doing a workshop. Yes. Um. So and uh, so you're talking about your process, presumably. Mm-hmm. So talking about all this stuff to yeah. an audience of of people. Yeah. What was that like? Because as far as I'm aware, you haven't really done that sort of thing before. Yeah. It's. Do you know what? It's really funny. I'm a terrible public speaker. Like I'm actually really surprised that this interview is going so well. If I'm honest. <laughs> Like, just it's, like wow it's, it's not going well actually <laughs> you guys are like gosh she was so lame like let's delete that whole thing <laughs> and i'll walk off being like that went great <laughs> it's like delete oh uh, yeah <laughs> lauren <laughs> no um it was really weird like i've done like a few talks at griffith university where i graduated and stuff so right. like you know my classmates and our like lecturers there and all that kind yeah. of stuff like doing great things so they invited me to come back and do chats there and it was like horrible because I was just like, um, uh, uh, and that was just in front of like, you know, 20 kids. Right, so, right. you know, and I thought, oh my God, like when Matt asked me, I was like, oh yeah, that'll be fine. Like no drama. And then he was like, he said to me the other day, he was like, oh babe, there's going to be like a hundred to 200 people in your <laughs> workshop. I like how you just channeled Matt. Hey, yeah. Like, it was, it was <laughs> like he was in the room. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Picture him just, he would have called you too. Yeah, he did, yeah. It's a 45 minute conversation to tell you about this. Yeah. Huge chats, huge chats. And I'm just like, what? What do you mean? And he was like, yeah, okay, cool. So you can handle that? Okay, great. So (laughs) I'm like internally screaming yesterday as I turned up to this thing and I was like, oh my God, like, I don't think I'm ready. I'm going to be sick, you know? Like, and I had no stimulants and stuff because I thought if I have coffee, like, too close to my interview, like, I'm just going to shit the bed and it's going to be horrible. (laughs) (laughs) So I walked into this room and it was like, you know, just kind of this big classroom kind of thing. And I was like, ah, I was like, I thought I'd be in like this black room in this auditorium kind of thing. And that's what like really terrified me because I hadn't seen the setup or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I literally just turned up and I was like, uh, um, where do I go? And yeah, like once I saw that and I met the guys from Wacom and I was so much more calm about it. I was like, oh, this is okay. Yeah. Like I've done my three classes at Griffith. Like I think I got this. And it filled up. There was like a lot of people in there, but nowhere near like 100 to 200 people, <laughs> right. which is what I was told. And I was like, oh, thank God. But yeah, like I, I, I felt like I kept telling myself when I get nervous, like I talk really, really fast. So I had to like do like breathing and stuff yeah right like, oh my god like this is gonna be say, why, why do yeah. i do that as well really? and it's it's a, it, you're nervous because you're meeting someone <clears throat> and then you speak really fast so they don't understand a word you've said yeah but they walk away going <laughs> what was that all about <laughs> yeah. it's just like it's like it's such a self kind of a sabotaging thing it's all, yeah. it's all, it's all in our head yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like your heartbeat is just yes. punching the words out of your throat <laughs> like <laughs> if i talk fast maybe this will finish fast yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to get through this 45-minute presentation in 30 seconds. (laughs) I was thinking that. I was like, oh, man, they're going to be like, what just happened? Like, I'll just be a little hurricane and be like, cool, that was good. Okay, I'm going to (laughs) go. Any questions? No? Great. Goodbye. Good, good. Yeah. I was surprised. People actually turned up. I was like, if I have five people in this audience, I'll be stoked. And then people turned up. Yeah, loads more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, was that coherent? Did anybody understand? And yeah, people kept up. They asked questions in regards to like, you know, my process and things like that and i was like oh cool so you know if they could take away three key you know tips from the lesson um i think i would have done a pretty okay job that's great (laughs) and they seem to yeah they seem to really respond well and i had people that waited afterwards and kind of talked a bit more about things so and you were working on a big cintiq is that is that your normal setup oh my gosh no that's my new child (laughs) (laughs) the guys um so like i had to do um you know, I, part- I participated in um, Wacom's Next Level competition. Yeah. So, I was one of, like, the representing artists and stuff mm. um, for that. And it was pretty much, like, me promoting their product, promoting the exhibition. And, um, you know, I-, I supplied them with, like, an image. And I've still got to give a few more images that have to be a part of, like, this exhibition around Australia and New Zealand. But um, a part of that was they so gracefully bestowed upon me this brand new Wacom and that was like my present for wow sweet yeah so I was like beside myself when I got that email I was like are you kidding oh my god (laughs) (laughs) doing backflips across the apartment I'm gonna do the bigger space I know I said that I was like man I have to move out now because I can't fit all my tech in this tiny like apartment so yeah that was like a part of it um and I had a really fun time playing with that I was like like happy tears as I'm drawing I'm like I can't believe it this is the best they're (laughs) just little happy trees <laughs> it like it's cut my time in half too, and like usually, like really? when I work with a um, like a Wacom tablet, I'll do like three brush strokes, and then the fourth brush, like I'll click undo those three, and the fourth one will be the line that I'll use, um, right. in Photoshop. So like if you think about it, if it takes you three, four goes to get one line down, and you're mm. doing a whole detailed image, like mm. you know, being given like a product that means you can just put one line down and it's perfect. Like that's cutting so much like wasted time out of my schedule, which is great. (laughs) And can you just explain the next level competition thing as well? Yeah, yeah. Um, So pretty much the next level comp was um, launched. It's unfortunately, it's over now. It finished just the other day. But um, it was pretty much a competition that was launched online. They selected a handful of artists. There was myself, Fairy Little Peach, Murder, and a bunch of other talented bunnies that were a part of this campaign to kind of encourage digital artists to enter this competition. And I think there was like a hand, like was it 50 people that won? Like Mm. I think one person won and they were given like a brand new product from Wacom. And then the rest were given the opportunity to be put in print in a published book and Mm. also be a part of like an exhibition that's traveling around Australia and New Zealand. So it was kind of really cool to give like, upcoming or you know other artists i guess the chance to be a part of something like national Mm. and international almost and have their stuff like hung up in Mm. spaces around the place oh cool so it might travel around so we might be able to see it yeah yeah definitely i think it's in like all the big cities in australia except for brisbane and also in new zealand sorry brisbane sorry brisbane Brisbane. (laughs) (laughs) lucked out again 
There's, it's because there's no um, white walls for gallery spaces because they're all covered in murals. Yeah, yeah see, yeah. that's exactly. it. You've got to stop painting it's your walls. It's a sacrifice, really. <laughs> I want to take back, when mm. we started talking, you mm. talked about that you did a lot of sort of craft fairs, but then you yeah. moved into more sort of um, cultural fairs and that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I wanted to ask about the Disney characters, yeah. the Studio Ghibli characters. Yeah. Um, are they licensed or...? Um, so, with that particular genre, mm-hmm. so um, it's basically taking a pre-existing, you know, um, I guess, piece. Like, so, for instance, I draw a lot of, like, Snow White Disney characters. I draw a lot of Studio Ghibli characters. But because I'm doing those pre-existing designs in my style, it's classed as a homage piece. So... You know, it's not licensed, um, therefore I can't be sued, which right. is great um, <laughs> because it's different, I guess. Um, it's not a, an exact replica of the design. Like yep. it's not in the typical Studio Ghibli Disney style. Mm. Um, I haven't just like taken one of their images from yeah. online and started put, put, flogging put it. a bunch of t-shirts. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So because like, um, you know, I've changed it to be like in my signature thumbprint it means I kind of dodge a lot of <laughs> legal letters and stuff. So I figured I'd just keep doing it until I got like a cease and desist letter. Yeah. But I haven't had that yet. And a lot of artists that like um, Comic Con and um, Supernova and stuff, it's a whole kind of genre, I guess, fan art. Right. It's, mm. it's quite a popular like thing online. And a lot of artists do kind of get their... I kind of, I guess, like kickstart their career by doing that mm-hmm. style. Like, mm-hmm. and that for me was like a really important part of getting myself established as well, too. Like, I did a lot of vintage fairs and then yeah. I jumped in and I kind of tried out, I guess, Supernova and Oz Comic Con. And I found that a lot of the people that are there are there because they just love the art, they mm-hmm. love supporting artists. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, like, as an illustrator, you couldn't find something like a this anywhere else. Audience, yeah. yeah. So, um, I guess I started, I did notice like um, a part of that you did have to kind of cater to that audience that was there. Sure. So I'd have, you know, 50% of it would start off being fan art pieces and then the other portion of it would be my original designs. So it was kind of giving people like, you know, a sense of who I am, what I'm about, yep. but also, you know, giving them what they came there what for, they came you know? For. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah. That's really smart. Yeah. Mm. So I think... Um, I don't do as many fan art pieces anymore because, like, I kind of found up for a while, like, I just wanted to do me and, like, really have a strong, ident- like, you know, have a strong creative identity and I felt that there's, I There's people doing homages to you now. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> I've seen a few sneaky ones online. Really. I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that's been, like, a really important part of me kind of getting myself out there, I guess, and, mm. and building my brand. So, yeah. <laughs> so, getting yourself out there. Mm. Um, so, I was speaking to Frankie Ratford this morning. Oh, blessed. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I told her, like, who, who we were going to interview. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, wow, you know. Yeah. And she said, can you please ask her where she got her business savviness from? Because she said, you, <laughs> yeah. right from the get-go, you seem to kind of understand business. And- yeah. I think it's really funny. Um, I think that... I've always been a bit of a go-getter and a lot of my classmates from uni would be like, get fucked, you are not. (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I kind of just like, I'd turn up to uni and I'd just float around and be like, mm, I'm going to go and get drunk and not do this class. So catch you guys. So I think a lot of my classmates were really taken aback when they saw like the new journey that I kind of right. went down on. Um, Adventured. Version 2.0. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think, I know when I was at uni, I kind of, because I did animation and stuff and I right. felt that once I graduated, like I know a lot of my classmates were getting jobs around, you know, Brisbane at local animation houses mm. and, you know, the stories they told, they were doing like 12 hours a day, sleeping over at the studio overnight and, you know, coming in on weekends for no extra money. And I was like, um, I'm no rocket scientist, but that sounds fucking shit. So, like, <laughs> and I kind of had this like real epiphany where, um, you know, I was like, if I'm going to work my guts out and do 12 hours a day, it's not going to be for anybody else but me. You know, like I don't see the point yeah. in me working super hard while someone up top is just reaping all the rewards for that. Like, so I kind of had that always in me. And um, I think after coming to that, that's when I was like, you know, I guess like um, as well too, a lot of people would be like, oh, you can't, you know, make a living off art. And so I took that, like, I've always been the kind of person, like, if you tell me I can't do something, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I can't get drunk in this class? Yeah, I was like, uh, challenge accepted, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. So there was kind of this whole mixed bag of things. So there was that. And then there was like other people kind of telling me, like, I couldn't do something. And I was like, I do what I want when I want. So, and then like my dad as well, too. He, like, he started off, um, you know, we had like a very kind of, poor upbringing you know because mum and dad worked two jobs all the time they were very busy and then dad kind of you know bought a business and he took that chance and it just completely changed everything um and he's been like really successful he cleans carpets he's a carpet cleaner but you know he's always like talked shop his tradie mates have always talked shop. right right so growing up in that kind of environment yeah. like you know you could be worlds apart with what you do as a job but you just have to listen to what other people do to yeah. get it, you know? Yeah. So I think like, you know, dad taught me about like invoicing, taxes, getting an accountant, um, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So he taught me about like the, that kind of aspect of business that isn't really taught at uni, you know? No. So yeah. yeah, like they don't teach you how to yeah. invoice or anything at uni. And I'm just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. so, so crazy. That yeah. I, uh, we, yeah. Just to kind of touch on the accountant, yeah tax setting yeah. up a job i work in a co-share space and yeah. i sit around people that have been freelancing for ages and yeah. we have these conversations all the time like are we actually doing the right thing here yeah and nobody yeah. is confident no nobody mm. knows it's like whenever there's like a free accountant thing on like we'll all go right let's go let's do this and we've always got questions and we always leave with more questions and yeah. it's, it's really confusing so to yeah. understand that for anyone it's, in a creative industry, yeah. like I think you're just miles ahead of everybody else. Yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah. I mean, yesterday listening to Creative Lawyer as well, a, yeah. a lawyer, not a creative lawyer, that's, that sounds dodgy. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. Yasmin lawyer, from Media Arts. Yeah, yeah, a lawyer who looks after the creative industries and everything, every question she got, she sort of opened with, um, well, that depends because I think I think it's changing all the time. Yeah, as well. sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, very diplomatic in her responses. Yeah. I did she notice was, that. Yeah. I was like... Well, well played. Yeah. Like how yeah. Start, I like how they all started with Dear Jasmine. Yeah. yeah. Dear Jasmine. <laughs> great. Oh Jasmine, Jasmine, sorry. Animation. Yeah. So you studied that. Yeah. Are you, have you, are you doing any now or is that an interest? of? Yeah. Um, I was going to say I've always been really passionate about animation, but then 
you know, at the end of my degree, I was kind of like, man, like, you know, there's a lot more tech behind it than I was expecting, you know? So, like, I grew up watching, like, people on, you know, like, that worked for Disney doing 2D animation and it's become very different now. Like, everything's very 3D. And I was like, man, like, that's not really something that I'm passionate about, I guess. Like, I've always been passionate about, like, still image and stuff in the finished frame. Um I would never, ever change my degree. If I could go back and do it again, I'd never change my degree because I learned so much from my classmates, um, you know, and my teachers and stuff. So it's weird. Like when I finished my course, you know, a part of me was kind of like, oh man, like did I did I do the right, like not, not that I've ever questioned it, but I was like, oh, it's a shame. Like I don't really do anything animation related, but... A few years ago, a friend recommended me to um, a dream team, Kyle, uh, sorry, Ken and Rachel from Strictly and Lowdown. And they are, they're VJs. And they pretty much contacted us and they're like, hey, um, can you come and do some work for Splendor in the Grass? And I was like, uh, okay, (laughs) yes. So, you know, we turned up and they were like, here's this app. You have to make things move. And it's like an animation app kind of thing. And because I had my background, I was like, oh, sick, I can do this. So I I pretty much did live drawing and I made like parts of the drawing move because I I had that degree up my sleeve. Oh, wow. And from that, like they, we really gelled and they were like, hey, like, thanks so much for that. And, um, you know, we've teamed up for a lot of work with a lot of music artists and stuff. So I, I set up the files. So they like, you know, Ken and Rachel, they do the animating. They take care of all, all of that. But my job is to kind of set up the files, provide the designs and the illustrations um, so they can just import it into the animation so you software. You know, because of your knowledge of what they need, yeah. you can set up the assets perfectly yep. so that 100%. they can just go, oh my God, working with Lauren is yeah. so good because she <laughs> yeah. gets it. Yeah. So we don't yeah. just get oh, like a flat perfect. JPEG or something. Yeah. We yeah. have to cut it out. She's like, <laughs> Pretty much. Here's, here's this bit. Here are all the bits yep. ready to go. It's Labeled. like super easy. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're just like, oh, perfect. Thanks, friend. I'm always like, oh, do you need anything changed? And they're like, no, everything looks good. Cheers. And I'm like, oh. You guys are the best. Perfect. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, definitely worthwhile that I did my animation degree yeah. or I wouldn't have that work. And I've like done stuff with them for like, you know, Azalea Banks and Coachella and Splendor and Angus and Julia and stuff. So, mm. you know, I wouldn't have that huge port, like, you know, part of my portfolio if I, if it wasn't for them and I didn't yeah. have my animation degree. So everything kind of links up, you know. It yep. always does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's also I think that takes us to the end. To, I just had one more yeah, question. Sure. It's something that we were talking about a little bit earlier yeah. and you've kind of mentioned it. Yeah. In your evolution, mm-hmm. and you talked about this idea that you sort of started in sort of one area and you've moved and you're feeling quite confident about where you are. Yeah. Do you think you're still evolving or do you think you've found your thing now? Uh, I think, I, yeah, 100%. I think I'm still evolving. I don't mm. think our identities are fixed in any way. I think we are always going to be growing um, as people and for myself as a creative. So... I'm really happy that this journey has gotten me this far, mm. but I still feel like there's so much more that lays in front of me mm. um, for me to kind of learn and develop even more. Especially so. now you've got this massive scintille. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So. That's brilliant. That's awesome. awesome. That's great. Well, thank you for taking the time. Thank no you. worries. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, so what we usually do is just try to find out where people can find out more about you. So mm-hmm. if, if someone doesn't know your work and would like to find out more about you, where would you like them to go? I think just jump straight on Instagram and yeah. punch in Dizzy Little Dotty. Um, 
D-I-Z-Z-Y, L-I-T-T-L-E-D-O-T-T-Y, just for anyone that was unsure of the spelling. We'll put some links in the show notes as well. Thank you. That's great. And Matt, same as usual? Same as usual. Yeah. Which is? Matt underscore Leach. There you go. If you want to see circles less Instagram. Less exciting if you want to look at some pictures. Could you spell that for everyone? I know. I should actually because the amount of times it's been double E on all the things lately. It's the good Leach, not the bad Leach. Yeah, exactly. You can find me at Flynn Tracy on everything. Um, and you can find this episode and more at AUSDesignRadio.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at AUSDesignRadio. Thanks, Lauren. Thank awesome. you. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs>